Welcome to the Natural Health Podcast, where we bring awareness of sustainable health in the business hustle space. Natural Health Podcast is perfect for the high-performing business-minded individuals who want to work with their biochemistry to achieve optimal health. It's Friday, which means it's time for friends-sharing facts about health, business, and overall success. In today's episode, we're talking to Jessica Milroy, who will talk about the importance of mindset in stress management. Who is Jess? Jessica is a clinical naturopath with a passion for gut, immune, and mental health. She finds the root cause of all illness using an evidence-based approach to ensure her clients are well from the inside out, which is funny because her business name is Inside Out Natural Medicine. She's located in Melbourne where she sees her patients face-to-face. When she's not working, she's bushwalking for two favourite people, two favourites, Ben, her husband, and her bulldog, Ajax. Welcome to the Natural Health Podcast, Jess. Thanks, Mahela. I'm really excited to talk about this today because it's one of my absolute passions in life. Um, I'll give you my, a bit of my backstory when we get to it, but it is one of the things that's really changed the trajectory of my life. That's brilliant. That's exactly why I wanted to get you on to share this with the audience, to get your story out so it can impact even if just one individual. It, it just makes a difference. So what has been the turning point in your journey to where you are now? I mean, you just didn't become a naturopath. Um, there was a, something must have occurred in your journey. And what was that? And I think it's the same for a lot of naturopaths. There's always some sort of backstory that leads us down this path. Um, but for me, it was, I was working in a high pressure finance job. It was one of those jobs that's constantly trying for bigger and better performance goals, sales goals. Um, I was smoking a lot. I was in an extremely abusive and controlling relationship, which of course really impacted my physical health and mental health. I was eating a lot of packaged foods. I was eating on the run. I was having lots of energy drinks. I was having lots of coffee. And I was just kind of scraping through. I think because I was, you know, in my early 20s, my body was just kind of coping with what I was doing to it for a really long time until um, I met my, who is my now husband, and we decided to go on a trip around the world for six months. And whilst I was over there, I became extremely ill and I ended up with pneumonia for 18 months. I had a really horrendous infection in my lungs that was so bad that spilled out into my bloodstream and I had full body sepsis for months. Um, I was in my early 20s. I couldn't work. I had chronic fatigue. I had to quit my job. Couldn't see my friends. Couldn't see a lot of my family. I was nearly bedridden. I could get up for maybe two hours a day. Um, When I got my bloods done from my doctor, it literally took them 18 months to find out what was wrong with me. So within that time, my white blood cell count, which is our immune fighting cells, was basically non-existent. Um, I had terrible iron deficiency. I had a whole range of things that were happening with me. Um, I had spinal injuries. I had just everything that you could think of in the body systems was going wrong. And I thought, I have to try something different. I was so desperate. I'd been to all these doctors. They just kept referring me to psychologists saying, it's in your head. You need anxiety pills. You need Valium. You need this. You need that. Um... And I just thought, you know what, I'm going to try a naturopath. Last straw, went to a naturopath, and within a month, my white blood cell count was up by 50%. 
Wow. My anxiety was greatly reduced. My energy was starting to improve. And I thought, you know what, there's something really in this. And that, I never looked back from there and decided to do something that I was really passionate about. I knew what it did for me and I wanted to help other people with it too. Wow, that's an absolutely crazy story. I mean, I thought it sounded crazy moving from finance to naturopathy and then yet alone it was meant to be the trip of a lifetime and then, you know, you you got sick. Um, and, and taking 18 months to figure out what is wrong. I mean, there's so many individuals that go through that. Do you see individuals go through that usually? Absolutely. I mean, most of the people who come and see me, because I do a lot of complex cases, they, on average, people take 10 years to get their diagnosis when it comes to these kind of hidden infections. 10 years for chronic illness to get a correct diagnosis. It's crazy. That is absolutely crazy. And I mean, a lot of us think, a lot of us think it's this, it's anxiety, it's depression, it's this, and then it's an underlying infection like you had. Um, right. yeah, yeah, thanks Thanks for sharing that story. That's absolutely amazing. I mean, it's crazy what us individuals go through through our health. And then when we finally find out what's wrong, we're like, oh, my gosh, this is the best thing ever. So here on the podcast, we talk a lot about success and what it means to different people. Before we go any deeper, I wanted to find out what does success look like for you? What does success look like for Jessica? I I really took a step back and I thought about this. And success for me is really just about happiness and balance. I think that for you to feel like you're truly successful, it doesn't matter if you've got all the money in the world. It doesn't matter if you're surrounded by all the objects that you've ever wanted. If they don't make you happy, then you're not successful. So it's really about, for me, it was about finding what made me happy, which ended up being naturopathy, but also making sure that I had that balance so that I wasn't working too many hours, that I was neglecting other parts of my life, like my own health and my connections with my friends and family. So it really is happiness and balance is success for me. Do you think it's hard to find that balance? Like you said, you know, even though you're a naturopath and you absolutely love what you do and it's your passion, but do you think sometimes it's hard to balance your health and your naturopathy business? Oh, a hundred percent. I mean, I'm still, this is a work in progress. I'm still learning because I'm so passionate about all of this. I find a lot of times, um, you know, I get excited about things and then I'll put extra hours in. I'll keep researching and then I want you to bring on new patients so that, that I can help more people, but then I'll feel myself burning out. So that was more towards when I first started practicing. So now I've really found uh, ways and means of balancing um, my work and my home life that have really been um, really helpful. And I mean, you'll, you'll get this client and then they'll come up with, you're like, oh, I've got this, I've got this. And it links to that. And it's like 2 a.m. It's like, oh, I, sh- I should go to sleep. <laughs> exactly. That's right. You can go down a rabbit hole with health because everything links to everything else. It's totally true. On that note, in regards to, you know, stress, in regards to balancing, let's, let's get into the topic. Let's get into the importance of mindset in stress management. So you've spoken a little bit about balancing your life, balancing your stresses in your life. So let's just get into it. Let's talk about stress. What is stress? So when people think about stress, a lot of times they just think about stressful events. 
So, you know, really stressful events at work, maybe a car accident, maybe a breakup. They think about that as stress. But in today's modern age, we have so many different stresses. And our body, we still have an ancient brain that is functioning as if it were in the Paleolithic times when our stresses were running away from animals that were going to attack us. These little stresses that happen to us throughout the day, our brains are still responding to um, in the same way. So a few of the big stresses that affect us the most every day that we probably don't think about enough is number one is nutritional stress. So this, especially when it comes to things like blood sugar imbalance, what happens? So we have a stress hormone called cortisol and adrenaline, which we would have felt when we're stressed, we get that kind of adrenaline rush. And cortisol is that feeling that... um, just for example, if you've had a really strong coffee and you get that buzz, the jittery kind of feeling, um, that is the cortisol and the adrenaline kicking in, right? So when we have blood sugar imbalance, um, when the blood sugar goes down, then our adrenal glands have to use those stress hormones like cortisol and like adrenaline to peak our energy levels back up. So if we're constantly eating things on the run or we want that quick sugar hit, it's like, for example, if we thought of our energy levels as a fire, it's like putting tissue paper on the fire. It keeps burning out, keeps burning out, keeps burning out. We need to make sure that we're having things that are going to prolong the fire. So like complex carbohydrates, like proteins, like fats to keep that fire nice and running um, in terms of the types of carbohydrates that will spike the blood sugar um, quickly and then drop it just as quickly, it would be things like sugars in our coffee. It would be things like um, breads and pastas and chocolate. So the more that we're eating those sorts of foods, the more that the um, stress hormones have to compensate in our body. So that's like little stresses all throughout the day. Um, Another thing that we probably don't think about that much, but is impacting us all day is our phones. We 10 years ago, never had constant contact with other people. We didn't have something that's going ding, ding, ding in the background. And every time that that signals. If we've ever had a negative message, if we've ever had a negative or stressful email, our brain will associate that noise with stress, whether we can feel it or not. Um, And the more that our phone goes off, the more we'll feel those little daily stresses. Um, Some other things that we would have to deal with a lot in the modern world is toxic stresses. So our body, every time we go outside and we're walking past cars, we're breathing in fumes, we're, um, you know, when we eat non-organic foods, we're eating um, pesticides, which puts stresses on our body. So there are so many things in our body that will cause stress hormones to be activated. So they're just some of the daily ones, and that's not including those other things that we will think of, like stressful events. At the moment, we're going through the COVID-19 crisis. There is widespread stress. So it's just lots of little bits of stress 
um, that we encounter every day. Yeah, that, that's that's absolutely crazy because a lot of us would think of stress like a to-do list and not completing it. A lot of us would think of stress um, not completing a few projects on time, not doing this, that family stress. But taking like what you said and talking about food as stress, chemicals as stress, that is mind-blowing. And, and the thing is, and that is exactly what stress is. You're on point there. Absolutely love it how you went into detail there. So now the thing is, is what what do we do? Like now that we have these stresses, you know, we eat pasta, we, we go outside, we inhale the fumes of the cars. But what, what do you think is the main thing to reduce these stresses? So I think that, I mean, the obvious ones are doing things like detoxification and making sure that we're eating as organic and clean as we can and hydrating and those sort of obvious things. But I think the most important thing is having a health mindset and having a positive mindset because if you are thinking about, um, just as an example, if you were at work and you were really stressed and you thought, oh, I've only got 10 minutes to eat, I'm not going to eat. Or I've only got 10 minutes to eat, I'm just going to have some quick chocolate and then I'm going to keep going with my day, right? That's that negative mindset which is going to drive you towards the bad patterns of eating. But if you had a different mindset with the same circumstances, same amount of time, but thought, I have 10 minutes, I'm actually going to just grab something healthy I'm going to sit outside in the sun for 10 minutes, eat it peacefully, then you're going to feel so much calmer. You're going to feel less stressed. Your body's going to be able to assimilate better nutrients in that 10 minutes, and you're going to be more productive throughout the day. So see, it's the same circumstance, but by changing your mindset, it's two completely different outcomes. Yeah, like you said, like just thinking about it as you were talking, it's exactly the same experience you know you're going to eat your lunch and you only have so-called 10 minutes that is crazy because it's exactly the same experience but the thing that changes it is your mindset and like you said because of it we get more nutrients out of it but we're eating the same food the same person but we're going to get more nutrients that, that, that just blows my mind and that's how important mindset is in that so is there any technique um, in regards to mindset that you think um, we should be doing more of? Yeah, absolutely. So um, there's two really important things that I want to mention here. So there's a technique that really changes your mindset for the long term. So this is a gratitude practice that me and my husband do every night together, but you could do it by yourself as well. And Ajax too? You, and Ajax, Ajax, Ajax gets involved? <laughs> But if you really want to change your mindset and automatically have your brain go to more of a positive um, space, then by doing like a daily gratitude practice, then your brain actually gets rewired to see the positive in situations. So every night we will say to each other, what are the three best things that happened to you today. And we share that. And what that does is that trains our brain to look back on the day and look for the positives rather than the negatives. And it takes 30 days from a physiological 
point of view. Um, when we're talking about neuroplasticity and the way that the brain is able to rewire itself, it takes 30 days to really solidify a new neural pathway. So if you did that for 30 days, you will start to literally change your physiology, which then changes your mindset. So that's one tool that I find really, really useful in the long term. But if you're in a stressful situation and you need some sort of tool to calm down, then I don't think that there's anything as valuable is as knowing how to breathe properly. Because what that does is there's two parts of the nervous system. There's the sympathetic nervous system, which is our fight or flight or our stress response uh, nervous system. And then there's the parasympathetic, which is our rest and digest nervous system. So we really want to activate this rest and digest nervous system just to calm everything down. And by breathing from the bottom of our lungs, so by extending and breathing into our stomach and the lower part of our ribs, deep breaths and holding the breath, and breathing out, we're actually activating that part of the nervous system and calming down the brain. So I think that that's a really important thing to remember because a lot of people, when they're stressed, they hold their breath or they're shallow breathing from this part of their, their chest. So breathing, it's so important. 100%. And for, for you guys to let you know, we actually did some breathing exercises before this podcast together just to get us in that parasympathetic um, system to get ready to record this because, you know, it is stressful podcasting and getting ourselves out there, putting ourselves out there. Um, but, yeah, look, if, if everyone sudden, all of a sudden starts talking to their partner, mentioning three things at night, what they did good, we'll know that they listened to your podcast. <laughs> Exactly. But, I, but I think it's absolutely great. So three things to change your neural pathway, positive things to mention, and then the breathing. That is absolutely amazing. So in regards to that, so what, what has been the most stressful experience that you would say in your life till now? And what, have you, what, what would you, what'd you do to overcome it? So... I mean, there's been a lot of stressful things, but in terms of bringing it back to what we're talking about and mindset, there's one that really sticks out. And that was when I first became a naturopath. I literally, I qualified and within three days, I had organized my own business, had people who wanted to come and see me, had spent thousands, and I mean thousands of dollars on setting up a dispensary and renting out a space and setting up the clinic and doing all of these things. And because there had been such a wait to see me because people knew that I was qualifying, I didn't really look at advertising my business. I didn't really look at expanding my business or doing any PR, anything. So when I'd seen those people and I'd helped those people and I did, they didn't need to see me anymore, I didn't have anyone. And I thought, oh my gosh, I've done all of this work. I've studied for years. I've put thousands of dollars into this business and I can't practice, what am, what am I meant to do? So this is one of these points where I could have had a negative mindset or I could have had a positive mindset. So if I was thinking negatively, I could have gone, you know what, this is too expensive. I don't have any patience. I'm gonna throw in the towel. I'm gonna to close my clinic. I'm gonna go get a day job. And, and, and a lot of people, a lot of naturopaths do that. Absolutely, absolutely. It is, look, it's a really hard industry. 
So, you know, for who, if people have gone through that, there's no judgment because it is really hard. A hundred percent. But I decided that I was going to think about it as an opportunity, going back to that positive mindset, seeing it not as a loss, but as an opportunity. I had a look at what could I do to better my situation? What could I do to expand? So I started to really look into social media. I started to expand my social media. I learned how to use social media. I learned how to run my business more efficiently. I learned how to make my business more eco-friendly. I, I made my business more professional um, in this time that I didn't have any of these patients coming through. Um, and the other thing that I did is I thought, if this is the if this is going to be an issue in my business, what else can I do? So it made me expand even further than I even imagined before. And I approached one of the best, most successful integrative uh, medical clinics in Australia, and I approached them to become a practitioner there. And I interviewed, and they accepted. So now I practice at one of the most successful integrative clinics in Australia, but also I have my own business that is successful. And that was because I looked with a positive mindset and used those stress management um, tools that I talked about before to better my situation rather than looking at it negatively and throwing in the towel. Wow, that is such a beautiful story. And like we said, you know, naturopathy is a, it's hard because you have to wear all hats. You have to be, you have to be your accountant. You have to be the naturopath. You have to be a researcher. You have to be a, a teacher. You have to be a student. Um, the list goes on and on. Your marketing person, the list goes on. So, you know, for you to turn your mindset around and look at the positive, you can just see how the mindset can help in stressful situations. You've, you're an example of that, which is absolutely brilliant. So what would you say? Um, I think that this answers the question, but what would you say is the secret to stress management? Look, obviously those things that I already um, mentioned. So definitely mindfulness mindset is huge, huge. Just needing to practice looking at the brighter side of things because if you look at the positives in a situation the whole situation seems less stressful if you look at you that you've got 10 tasks today look at it that you can pace yourself and see how you go and hope to get those 10 tasks done don't look at all 10 at once and go oh my gosh i've got 10 things to do break it down break your tasks down and pace yourself. That is number one, absolute number one. Number two is because if you're feeling like you've got a lot of these kind of stress cortisol -y kind of um, hormones going on, make sure that you're exercising. When we're exercising, we're, we're churning through those stress hormones where we're bringing up the good ones like endorphins and serotonin and dopamine. And all of those neurotransmitters help us with able, being able to see the brighter side, to be able to have a more positive mindset, um, to be able to feel better about ourselves so that we look at everything in a better mindset. So exercise, nutrition. If we don't have the right nutrients in our diet, we can't create those feel-good neurotransmitters that are going to keep our stress levels down and going to be able to support us to have enough energy to deal with the stress. 
the breath work is obviously absolutely huge. So making sure that you're deep breathing. Um, and one other thing that I find has helped me more than anything with stress management is aromatherapy. And the reason for that is our emotional part of our brain is called the limbic system. That's where we hold our emotional memories, okay? And what aromatherapy and what essential oils can do is they can actually tap straight into that part of our brain. So just for example, I had my frankincense with me before, okay? It's a calming oil because I haven't done a podcast before, so I was a little bit nervous. So what I did is I put a drop on my hand and because through the nose is the quickest way to the brain. So what I do is when I'm feeling calm, I create what's called an aromatic anchor. So when I'm in bed relaxing, when I'm meditating, when I'm sitting on the couch and feeling relaxed, I will get a particular oil of my choice. In my case, I've used frankincense. And what that does is if you smell that every time that you're in that relaxed state, if you carry that with you, if you get into a stressful situation and you really need something to calm down with, if you smell that, your brain will automatically take you back to that place of relaxation. Have you guys ever maybe had that experience where you'll be walking through somewhere and something you'll smell something and go, oh, that reminds me of blah, blah, blah. That's aromatic anchors. So you can use your essential oils as a tool, as an aromatic anchor to bring you back to that relaxed frame of mind. So I found that really, really helpful. Beautiful. So you've given the audience a number of um, secrets to stress management. I absolutely love it. And on the point of essential oils, I remember I used to use essential oils for studying. So I would smell a certain essential oil when I'm studying and then before the exam, uh, I would smell it. But being in a tropathy, I wouldn't be the only one smelling something. Someone else would be sitting next to me smelling something else. <laughs> so we all knew what to do and um, to get into our brain and to make the most out of it. So that's absolutely amazing. I love the insights that you're giving about breath work, about stretch management, about mindset, aromatherapy, all of these exercise. It's just absolutely amazing. So to wrap it up, what would you say is your best kept natural health hack? Okay, so I've given you a lot already, but I'll give you another one. <laughs> We're ready for so it already. This is one of the ones that I have found has helped my patients more than anything when they're in this chronic stress state. I mean, it's not going to happen overnight, this change of your nervous system. You're not going to be able to calm down overnight. Your mindset is, it's, it's a progress thing. You're going to have to do it over an extended period of time. So while you're in this kind of heightened stress state, one of the best things that you can do for your body is to soften down your food because when you're, when you're overly stressed, um, you're in that fight or flight state. So your rest and digest part of your nervous system is not being activated properly. So it's harder to break down your food and get all of those beautiful nutrients that you need for your health. So one of the easiest things that you can do is to, I call it my no teeth diet to my patients, pretend like you haven't got any teeth you make yourself soups, stews, smoothies, 
all of those kind of break, broken down foods so your body doesn't have to expend the energy in breaking down those foods and you're still going to get the benefits of all of those nutrients that you've got in the food. Wow. And, and you know what? A lot of individuals probably have not thought about that. So they're just like, this is definitely a natural health hack and it's definitely a secret one too so thank you so much for sharing that with us i mean like you said when you break down your food your body doesn't have to spend so much energy breaking down already um food that's that's not broken down in soups and smoothies and things like that so i just that's absolutely amazing i love it i love it and yeah i do the same when i'm stressed i'm like smoothies or soups it is so on point yeah so look we have come to an end of a magical podcast Thank you so much, Jess. Jess, for the listeners um, who mentioned this podcast, what will they get and um, where, can, when can, where can the audience find you? Do you have any goodies for them? Where can they find you if they want to get in contact with you? I mean, after this magical podcast, they're like, oh, my gosh, where, where is Jess? I want to go see her. I want her to help me out um, because, you know, you have experienced health. You have experienced, sorry, you've experienced sickness and then you've experienced health now for a long period of time. You've been through the medical system, you know, for 18 or so months, figuring out what is wrong with you. And I'm sure there's individuals that can connect with you and go, wow, I wish she was my practitioner. I wish that she'd be able to help me. So where can they find you? So I practice in two clinics. So my predominant clinic is in Fitzroy North Wellbeing. Um, I also practice at the National Institute of Integrative Medicine in Melbourne. Um, but if you wanted to get in contact with me, I am on Instagram at Inside Out Natural Medicine. I'm also on Facebook under the same name, or you can go to my website, which is insideoutnatmed.com.au. And I'd be happy to help anyone. And for the listeners who are listening and mention this podcast, I have a stress blend tea that for any new patients who want to come and see me, uh, I'll be gifting that to you. Wow. That's amazing. That's awesome. Stress less tea. I love it. (laughs) Beautiful. Well, thank you for joining us at the natural health podcast. And remember the missing link between failure and success is your health.